The views and opinions expressed by the Loft Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times of Good People Company proudly presents the Loft Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey, I'm Favorite Podcast Land. I'm your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 67, White House Down. With all the scandals, uh, do we think that Trump will last all four years? But before uh, we get started, let's introduce today's panel. So, I've got my returning champion. He, he is Chris O'Connor. He's the owner of Liquid Night Entertainment and Investments, as well as having interest in Riga Whiskey and Office Works. We've got Ben Roberts, our uh, bartender extraordinaire here at the Pendergast Club, where we record uh, our podcast. Um, sitting in after quite a long hiatus, uh, Sean Simmons. He is a corporate trainer for Taylor Farms, our resident fruit and veggies man. And we have a member of the audience that may or may not chime in, but I won't embarrass him by putting him on blast, but we welcome him into the studio today. And before we get into important things, let's get into important things. So, what? I'm, I'm here. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, you know what? I was going through it so fast. Uh, no, that's okay. No, 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 no. You're so and <laughs> and the anonymous female because she doesn't want you to know her name. So, but you as I see him only long here. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the point. Uh, so, uh, like I said, before we get into important things, let's get into important things. And what are we drinking? And since Ben is here, uh, we are drinking today. We are drinking. The best classic cocktail on the planet, the Negroni. I made mine with Rieger Gin, Carpano Antica, Red Vermouth, and Campari. Served chilled neat with an orange peel. It is the most balanced cocktail ever. All right. It's my desert island cocktail. Hey, and hey, and it's it's delicious mm-hmm. out there in podcast land. Okay. Yeah, please. Also, we should mention the delightful Chicagoan <laughs> drink we're about to imbibe on. Malort. Uh, Malort is... Explain Malort, Malort. please. Malort. I'll have another. Um, it's a liqueur that they uh, base out of Chicago, and it's kind of a, a joke shot. Um, it's uh, not exactly known for its absolutely delicious flavor. I've never had it, nor has anybody else at the table. Uh, my brother goes to Chicago from time to time, and you're from Chicago. Yeah. You're aware of it, too. Yeah. Um, and people... Although I've never actually had a shot of it. So, yeah. well, the time I've had it. Shall we do it now? Let's do it. <laughs> get, the re- get the reaction? Why not? Malort. <laughs> Malort. <laughs> I'll have another. 
Oh boy. Yeah. It's as bad as they say. Oh my god. That is absolutely as bad as they <laughs> oh, god. say. Yep, that's not great. That's That tastes like the bitters. <laughs> it's like a it tastes like tire. Like, <laughs> that is awful. Oh, okay, so, household cleaners. <laughs> okay, so uh, so here's the takeaway out there in podcast. Oh, that's what uh, you ask somebody that you give somebody when you don't like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is how we lose sponsors. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah, it's so. <laughs> that's what uh, I got commercials back here. This takes two of them. We gotta try it. Pretty much. Oh, and podcast people, if you want, go on the YouTubes and uh, just YouTube Malort, and there's a. A, a, I'm putting air quotes on this, an advertisement video from Alort. Okay. And it's hilarious. Okay. This taste is not getting out of my mouth. All right. Oh, yeah, and also, gonna, gonna take uh, a apparently a Malort in an old style in a can is called a Chicago handshake. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now that I had never heard of. That uh, really does uh, taste like ass. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. So, oh my god. So, okay. All right. So, like I, like I was about to say, here's and all the take. I did was dip my sorry. Yeah. All I did was dip my pinky in it. The cigars not I know. Okay. Here, here's the takeaway from this Malort debacle. Uh, remember, don't drink Malort. Do. Drink the Negroni. The Negroni's delicious. Uh, I'm gonna have to drink quite a bit of it to get this Malort taste out of my mouth. Oh my One sponsor God. down. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would want that to be a sponsor. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, uh, so uh, the other thing that we need to, uh, the other important thing we need to talk about is what are we smoking? And today we are smoking an Oliva Series V Milano Robusto. Uh, uh, this blend is, uh, uh, it's a Sumatran seed ra uh, wrapper grown in Ecuador and paired with a Nicaraguan tobacco. Um, it's a pretty extraordinary uh, blend of smokes. It's silky, it's sweet at times, has some toast and cedar uh, tastes in it. Uh, and it's actually right now, I think it's, Top 25, I'm trying to remember what number it is, of uh, cigar aficionados, uh, cigars. As you know, it's my personal favorite. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible smoke. Uh, so if, uh, if I can recap very quickly, uh, we are drinking a Negroni. We will not ever be drinking Malora again. <laughs> uh, and do uh, try an Oliva Series V. Melanio Robusto. So I, I got a new uh, tagline from Malort. Yes. Malort, what you drink when you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is just wrong. When there is nothing else on that. Sean was speechless for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that was, that was, I wish you had taste vision or listen out there. This is really, this is, they don't, they probably this is, turn off the podcast. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so on to something serious. Um, this week's R.I.P. Um, the uh, lead singer of Linkin Park, uh, Chester Bennington, uh, uh, he committed suicide Thursday at age 41. Um, this one, it, this one hit me for a few reasons. One, I, I really do like Linkin Park. Uh, two, um, you know, Anytime anybody young passes away, I'm, you know, kind of like, wow, you know, and, and then 
in this case, somebody who commits suicide, I'm really like, and especially when you know that they were rich and famous and had fans, so you you wonder Money what you, you want. Yeah, so you wonder what the, you wonder what the, <laughs> you wonder what the problems were because it was on Chris Cornell's birthday. Yeah, it was Chris uh, Cornell's fifty third birthday, so and they were thinking about it. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to get us kicked off of any air uh, blew that out, but. It's bizarre to me that these things go in cycles like this. Mm. That all of a sudden you have this rash of 90s grunge stars killing themselves, you know, and doing all this. I'm like, really? This is, this is the thing? It, it's just, it just seems weird. It, yeah. all, it always seems weird to me, and I never understand it. And I, th I do think it's sad, but I also just find it bizarre. Like, I, I don't know what you're mad about. Like, you you have a pretty good gig going. Well, the, well didn't the toxicology come back and Chris Cornell that he just OD'd on some uh, ambient? And some so they, he, they, he took twice the normal right. amount that he normally right. does. Right. Uh, and so, yeah. And so that can screw you up, and I get that. This just seems like a weird, like, oh, I'm going to copycat this whole thing. Right. And so go the, guy, the guy from Lincoln Park hung himself. Um, and then it was on Chris Cornell's 53rd mm -hmm. birthday. Yep. That morning, Lincoln Park actually dropped a new music video that very morning, too. Um, now, if you know his background, he was actually molested as a child, like repeatedly. No, I never knew that. Yeah, and his dad was actually a detective on sex abuse cases. Mm. So he had actually been from the age of, I think it was like seven. seven. Huh? Yeah, so from basically from like the age of seven all the way through. The thing was, he never wanted to discuss it. His dad it. did it? No, his dad oh, didn't do it. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, no, no, his dad didn't do it. It was a friend. But his dad never caught on to what mm -hmm. was going on because... Because his dad. Because he didn't, don't know. He didn't know because the kid, as a, a child... He's a cop who's trained to study sex abuse right. cases. Mm, but his, yes the, no. the, the problem was, it was one of Chester's dad's friends or something like that, right? And it was one of those things where he didn't want to say anything because in, his, in an interview he gave out, he was talking about how he didn't want people to think he was gay or that he did this or did that. And that happens a lot with sex abuse victims where they internalize that they did something wrong or bad. But well, so they it's even worse for men. I mean, it's horrible for women, but it's even worse for men. They're also talking about childization. Mm -hmm. They always still act out in some way right. that if you were trained to spot... Uh, some of the signs right. you would have thought you would. I mean, if this yeah. is your job, and he did, and and this is your kid, yeah. even more. And Chester did. I thought you picked it up all throughout school. He was kind of like one of those kids who just had issues, you know, um, was kicking around back and forth. It wasn't until high school where he found music, where he found an outlet, where he found a creative thing for that. You well, know what I mean? So I, I in no way would blame a parent for this. No parent wants their kid absolutely. to be unless you're a complete asshole, absolutely the abuser. But you would think in this case, clearly the dad did not want his kid abused. Right. It's hard for me to believe they didn't recognize some signs along the way, or you right. just don't want to think it's ever happening to your kid. And I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I think what it is is, that's you know, as a parent, incredibly sad. as a parent, you don't want to think that that's happening to your child. You, he, he, mentally, he's probably saying it's childhood angst. You know, kids acting out. But right? don't you think after another twenty plus years of living? A good life found a way to deal with it. Not always. I, just just yeah. throwing it out for yeah. conversation. Yeah. I don't know. It, how do you, how do you ever get over it? Do you ever really get over well, it? Well, I don't think you, you can if you never admit to it. 
I mean, the first thing so you maybe have he to just do, didn't hide right? You don't get you don't right. get actual help. Right. You know, you may have told somebody, but that kind of thing is, you know, you have to really be trained yeah. to help sure. people get through that. I mean, I would never minimize these yeah. things. I've never been through it. But if, if you never but, oh say this happened to me, there's no way you would have ever been yeah. able to get past it. So I had this weird conversation earlier today, which is actually not <coughs> so strange. So it's a common thing in divorces to accuse somebody else of pedophilia or child molestation or anything like that. And I had this conversation today with, um, well, the girl I'm saying. So her stepmom sent an email to her today saying, I think it's weird that I took Noel swimming, which we did. We went next door to the library lofts and went swimming. And she said, I find that very uncomfortable and I don't know what they were doing. That's her issue. No, no, no. no, no, no. Here's my point. What I am saying is that you can't backtrack from that. That's a bell you can't unring. When somebody no, says it's not. And she are, will owe you an apology When somebody at some says point. you're a racist, a child molester, you're something like that, you can't unring that bell because people will always believe it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, you know? uh, yes, I agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's frustrating to me to think that just because she's not your biological child, that you would have no um, feelings for her as far as well, no, a I mean, father-daughter type I of relationship. I filed a cease and desist order with the court today to go, don't ever say that again because you know it's not true. And if you ever say that again, like, I can't get my name back. Right. If right. you put that out there, people will always believe it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And this never, ever happened. This is a public gym with cameras everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and she and was swimming and I was in the hot tub because I have a terrible back. You know, and that was about it. And she wanted yeah. to swim because this is a summer. Well, and I guess that's what I mean. Like, what is wrong with you, woman? That you would immediately go to that place. They wanted to build a case to try to refile for child support. And and really, that's just it. Is it's not necessarily anything you did. It's what's she's got a dark side where that's where she goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the that's to me. And it's automatically sits there and now says, should that person have any claim on that child? Because what demonic ideas are you going to put in that kid's head? And well, these you know, dark And it's I mean, unfortunate because, because the, the people that actually are molested it's it's the same it's thing as, it's the same thing as saying i was raped when i wasn't so right. the worst thing that happens is you actually delegitimize the people who are true victims right. and it's horrible and it makes it harder for them to prove their case and that's the worst thing that can ever come out of it that's yeah. the quickest way to destroy a man is accusing him of it's the quickest way to destroy anyone you know yeah. i mean well, it, you, if you slander somebody's character, to Chris's point, you, it doesn't matter how many people know you. It always will become a defense. It is a oh, that, that isn't that really yeah. didn't have like you. You know, it just yeah. it, you can you the can never thing, come back. The only thing is it. doing what you did, which is automatically going on the attack of trying to reclaim and, and do it in a sense that defends your own character. I said I want to see you for defamation. Exactly. And that's the only thing you do is, is prove that they're the liar. So even do even what still, you can. Well, you, you can't fact, get 100% of that. Just the fact that they're yeah. talking. You can't get 100% of that. <coughs> you never yeah. can. I'm sorry that happened. It's yeah. insane. I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's strangely, it caused yeah. a huge rift in our relationship. Because I'm like, I don't want any part of this. 
Yeah. You know? Well, and it, it does make it hard for you and whoever you're with because then there's a whole side of that family that you will never have any contact with. Well, I don't mind not having know? contact with them. They're, they're <laughs> all, they're all, I mean, yes, no, I, in I, this case, maybe so. But I yeah, I mean, it, it just makes... And then she's stuck in the middle. And, and you know? it's bad for she her. She being and even the daughter. Like, I don't know. It's like when somebody goes, you're a racist. Like, no, you're not. I'm like, how do you defend yourself? Yes, I have no idea. You're a pedophile. No, I'm not. No, because the more you deny it, the more it, they get, oh, well, you're denying yeah. it. There's Wait, a certain I mean, amount of people always, that will always believe it. It doesn't matter. It's a vicious, whatever vicious circle. It is. So, anyway, That's side story. But that was a weird, yeah, got off on a weird yeah. uh, tangent, but... Uh, no, I, I, I think that's really valuable to talk about because uh, it's obviously a, a common problem. Um, it happens all the time. It's very common in divorce cases, yeah. too, which I had no idea about. Oh, yeah. I've never been... Oh, and of it's things, unfortunate but... that it's usually the mother trying to get back at the father, yeah. generally. And that's yeah. just... Yeah, I just don't understand universe. that kind of thinking. It's used as a weapon. Yeah, it is. The past two weeks, there have been two women accused of having sex, usually teachers, with some of their male students. Mm -hmm. Now, they do not face, culturally speaking, the same uh, repercussions that a man may have. Yeah. I mean, they can walk so, around. Socially, yes. I would Socially, yes. I'll say take culturally because most of the time, you see a teacher that had sex with one of their 17 year old. Students. Yeah. Well, Man, what yeah. does that teacher when I was in high school? Yeah, yeah. That's that is a male. I have to see I, the I'm picture of the teacher first. But, but, but no. that is a male perspective because yeah. most women, when they see that, they're like, "What the hell is wrong, wrong with, with that the teacher? Woman? And exactly. Why would you yeah. ever? Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine wanting to have any type of relationship. I would say this: Think about a 23 or 24 year old girl coming out of college, and these are 17 and 18 year old boys. In some cases, 16, 17, 18, whatever the case is. And I, I can see how it could happen. I mean, it doesn't matter. And no, I swear I'm to like, God, I had the best looking English teacher. I would have done <laughs> anything. To okay, but, but and I would but, not have been. You know, ashamed by it or mortified <laughs> or somehow had a bad thing. There's a little bit of a difference in, you know, I think four it's years, for guys five and girls. years I think than it's it very is. different for guys and girls. I think the just the act of sex is different for guys and girls. It's one thing to be, and that not for lack of a better term, entered into and all that emotion and all that kind of shit than to be a guy. You just goes, eh, fuck it. You know, I mean, like, guys are pretty callous about it, you know, generally speaking. I think women think it's pretty emotional, especially if it's your first time and you're young and all that other kind of stuff. So this is very actually apt because my wife works in, is a school psychologist mm -hmm. for, you know, a school district here in Kansas City. And she referred a young lady to get a job working in one of the, the schools. You have to take a psych eval before you get an interview. Mm -hmm. You have to pass that psych eval before you get that interview and get it. And it's like an 80% pass, right? Uh, my wife was looking over this young lady's shoulder while she was you know, answering some of the questions. And my wife told me the answer that this young lady answered, two of them. And I was like, how do you, first off, number one, how do you answer that to your future employer? Okay, that's number one. Like, you would, at least if you had half intelligence, you would lie on it. <laughs> what exactly were the questions? Well, uh, I'll say that. And the two, she passed it. So here, here were the two questions. First one was, um, is, it, it's, it's a five, 
rated scale, okay? One being strongly agree, agree, neutral, mm -hmm. slightly disagree, strongly disagree. And every one of the questions was, everything is going right in my life. And her answer was, strongly disagree. Oh. And two, there are a lot of good things about me, and strongly disagree. <laughs> right. So the first thing is, how did she pass this? Like, oh, you're a role model. That's number one. Number two is then you go back to that thing of a young lady having sex with a young student. Right. So again, if you have, no, you see nothing of value to yourself, mm -hmm. and everything is going wrong in your life, and you got a young student giving you attention. So to me, that's a failure on who decides on those tests. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those two questions, if you answer strongly disagree, that should disqualify you from that job. I feel like strongly yeah. disagree, strongly <laughs> yeah. agree are probably not appropriate answers. I am always a strongly agree. I mean, I, I'm on the extreme scale of things, always. I don't think that should disqualify you necessarily. What I do think is there's at least a sign of honesty, which is nice. Which is good. And so you go, okay, just being honest, that's right. cool. But I still don't want you to learn your Exactly. And it's not like this is new. When I was a sophomore in high, I might have been a junior in high school. Mm. When I was in high school, <laughs> I was, I might have actually been my senior year. One of our freshmen sophomore students had uh, a relationship with our history teacher who was a man and it was like Is it, a guy why, it was a male teacher a female student but it was just like so why was uh, I don't know but he was married with children <laughs> and I mean he's probably <laughs> in prison at this point but um, you know I mean it's just one of those things like I never as an adult, I don't see why that's even something that anybody would like. It's like completely the, the, different being a guy than a girl. But it's still the fact that there's a maturity level that you would think you would look for, but maybe not. I, I will honestly tell you as a dude, <laughs> I would have been high-fiving everybody I knew. I really would have like hoped I got a trophy <laughs> of some sort. Not I mean, hoped I got a pull trophy. It off. <laughs> We also had a really good looking teacher in our high school and yeah, if that would have happened, I would have been like... Not only would I not have been traumatized, I would have been like sweeping everybody down the hallways. Woo! Yeah. 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 Like, it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same for a woman, I don't think. Well, okay, different. I will say this. If it, if it was like one of those things that it was like a, a one-time thing, uh, then like that's not as traumatizing. But imagine a uh, an older female taking advantage of a younger man uh, emotionally. Oh, please um, do, please do it. Oh my god, I would have been okay. Well, I don't know. I would have right? been okay. You know, we're pretty impressionable as humans at that age, and uh, you know. Yeah, at sixteen, I felt like I got to handle it. 15, I get a handle it. You may fine. be, but not everyone is like that. And most people that that happens you're not, to... You're not going for the weakest of the herd. You're not going for the slowest zebra in the pack. You know, like if It's not like they're the best looking career. people in the world either, though. Like some the, of the it's, guys are really good looking. Uh, like it's usually some like of those teachers, you know, aren't that bad either. Because they're no, like, they're good looking. 20s and you're like, yeah. what's... And, and again, is it goes back to what is wrong with her mentally. Because that's what it really comes down to. What's in her mental state of being in, in the sense that she has some 
serious um, whatever it is, esteem like issues. Yes. Really, is what it comes down to is somebody's giving her attention. She likes the attention, and she's addicted to that attention. It's funny attention. how we look differently at what the motivation is for a female versus a male. I think that's exactly what the subject matter is right now with what we're talking about, because right. if you do the role reversal there, um, obviously I think every one of us here... Nobody says what's wrong with that guy, sure. what, what's mentally wrong with him. They're like, oh, he's going through a crisis. No, no. Still a uh, that's, no, no, no. He, he's preying on a young yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Now we look at him as a predator. Yeah, we know he's preying on that. We know, as men, we know he's preying on that. Yeah, okay. he's working for the weakest. But the women weird. can be predators too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I hope that way. But, but the difference is <laughs> the willingness to be bait <laughs> is the difference there. The difference is the willingness to be the bait. Please be a predator. Every guy sitting here like the the whole idea of a cougar is actually a dude's. Like fantasy, it's okay? a dream. Yeah, it's oh, like when you're in God. high school and, and college, you're sitting there like, wait a minute, there's hot forty year old women who want to have sex with me. Who are Thank you. Looking? Yeah, exactly. Sweet. Thank you. So, sign me up. Who know what they're doing? This yeah, is you guys yeah. are just teaching me the ways. Yes, we're pigs. We are pigs, absolutely. And that's the difference between men and women. Just your reaction. But also, I mean, we are horrible that, people. I don't, I don't think that any of these guys here would look to prey on a younger high school girl. Like that's disgusting to us. No, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, is absolutely repulsive. Absolutely yeah. right. But man, getting hit on by an older woman anytime. Yeah. When yeah, when you're Bring it. when you're in high school and college, you're you're wanting that. You're like, as if you as put as a guy. sign out that sat there and said hi. Take advantage of me. Oh it's like, God. yeah, it's like a century twenty-one. I'm just like you're yeah, putting outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is also interesting in the sense that at that age, uh, women certainly emotionally mature faster. Um, so yeah, that's that's also like. It's just well, all these weird angles. Boys yeah. are walking hormones from yes. yeah. about puberty till death. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Thank you, audience. Yeah. Thank you. I was, trying, I was trying to come up with a number, and I was like, it's just going to be going. You know what? On that note, <laughs> I, think, I think that's where we stop this yeah. section, yeah. Yeah. and we'll be right back. Hey. You can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below, and now back to our regularly scheduled program. And we are back, and before we get too deep, let's play a quick party game. So, you walk into Walmart, and you see a person that you hate. What do you do? Oh. A, I, I, wait a minute. <laughs> you walk out. B, you secretly stalk them around the store. C, uh, you walk up and say, hey, uh, D, uh, you smack him with a pool noodle, <laughs> or eat whatever's about to come out of you guys' mouth. <laughs> Sean, uh, E, I buy him a bottle of Malort. 
perfect answer. Yeah, that was awesome. How do you even beat that? I know. I was just gonna say, I don't know if you beat that. Well, I'm like, how old are you that you would do any of these things? Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was pretty funny when I saw it. Yeah. With me, it's I just, just I don't nothing. Yeah. I do nothing. I shop. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I mean, unless it's like a person that instills a, a, a such a rage in me that I feel the need to assume that it is. Well, I mean, what, what would they have had to have done? Like, some, somebody you... It doesn't matter. Just imagine that you absolutely... Yeah. That is your arch enemy. I mean, it's Walmart, so it's probably the best place to start a fight, right? Yeah. Walmart is just built for a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm at Walmart. I might as well. This yeah. is your Lex Luthor. You, Apparently, you, you need to make sure that you're in the pool aisle. Yeah. Luckily, I would never shop at a Walmart, but if yeah, I, I were to, Walmart, I'm yes. trying to imagine that. <laughs> uh, if you shop at Walmart, I'm not trying to put Walmart shoppers down. It's just I have no reason to be there. Um, hey, attention Walmart shoppers. If you're out there podcast land, don't uh, listen to these I'm people. I'm just going to say, there are some things that we get from Walmart. Hey, exactly. It's so far away from where I live, though. Like, the only reason I ever went to Walmart no, is because they we had... Go Roland Park. They have yeah, insulin for $25. Okay. We we even, yeah, even whenever I lived in Midtown. Uh, when Wait, we lived downtown, Walmart that's where we went to. It's 10 minutes down the road. Here's the weird thing about Walmart. So they have insulin for $25 because they made a deal with Novartis. Everywhere else is $80 plus. Jeez. They had it for $25. And my uh, recently departed lovely dog, Raleigh, had diabetes. And so I had to give them shots every day. Right. And so I would go to Walmart and get the medicine. And it was literally a third of the price of anywhere else. Right. That's the only reason I ever... And if you look at Walmart shoppers, you understand why they would make a deal for insulin. Like, it's clear that they, they make a killing on it. I do but, have to say, when we go in there... I'm so glad. Like, it just looks like a out. diabetes factory. I'm it just so does. So I'm glad there's a disclaimer at the beginning of this, uh, this podcast. We just lost two sponsors. But, uh, uh, Chris? I would go say hi. Because of I love nothing more. <laughs> I love nothing more than going up to people I despise and saying hi. You know, and that now what's funny is that makes total sense. That's actually my answer too. Yeah. I go walk right. Hey man, how you doing? <laughs> what um, are you doing in here? Still look as shitty as you are. <laughs> I don't think I would go yeah, out of my way to say which, hi. Which, no, but if I if I saw them and they saw me, they start something to me, I would totally be about it. No, best revenge is living good. Uh, I, and I want you to know I'm living. I'm alright. Uh, How are you yeah. doing? Well, you know I get kind of flash mad, so it's probably not a good idea for me to <laughs> for you probably start not. the conversation. Probably you do. <laughs> ah, no, not really. And we're about to see her get flash mad. Mario after the thinks line. I do, but I really don't. Well, <laughs> oh, besides the bottom of my I'm heart. scooting away <laughs> so that the lightning... Oh, yeah, you're still the best answer. I mean, yeah, yeah. honestly, I just don't care enough about people that I hate. Yeah, I don't really, really waste my time on it. To really just, you know, I really don't even think... Well, one, I don't hate anybody, but right. if I, I did, yeah. uh, <laughs> I would walk right up and say hello. I do. <laughs> I was going to say, I hate all kinds of people, and I would go right up to Hate is really strong. Like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> it's strong with this one. Yeah. The, the hate is strong. very strong with this one. Hate is strong with this one. Hate is very strong. Yeah, I'm Han Solo's kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, baby. <laughs> ben Solo. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so nobody's choosing to hit him with the pool noodle. No, but that right. would be freaking hilarious. Actually, that would be pretty funny. I'd love to be Just it walk up and just... It wouldn't do any damage, but it's awful. I mean, it's awful funny. Just walk up and... <laughs> with somebody upside I think it depends on how hard you swing it. Yeah, I right. wouldn't do it, but I would like to see it be done. <laughs> yeah. There, there you go. go. There you go. Like, I, I, just be in Walmart and see somebody go... Whoosh, and then just get a fight out of it. And be like, that was the awesome experience. I just yeah. do not want to be that YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be in the YouTube video. But I certainly would like to see it happen. Yeah. That would be funny. Okay, with all that said, we'll be right back. Hey out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do. Time to rejoin the conversation. All right, and we are back, and here we go, party politics. So, the question today is, with all the scandals, do we think Trump's gonna last all four years? Uh, so, off camera, off mic, we were talking. Uh, so, I, I want Sean to jump in with the thoughts that you were just having. Okay. So, Will Trump last four years? Yes, I think he will last the four. Will, the other question is, will he run for a second term? That's what I think the real answer is going to be. Is he going to sit there say, no, I can't handle it anymore, I'm out? Or will he run for the second if he thinks he's got an end? And the reason why I think he's fine for four and possibly will go for a second is only based on kind of what we were talking about is like Democratic Party. The biggest problem for the biggest benefit for Trump is the Democrat Party can't get their stuff together okay so the thing the the scandals let's take the scandals um, let's take the Russian scandal the problem is when you take a look at the polls over the last month or two the American people as a whole and I'm talking about the independents mixing with the Republicans are kind of over it they're kind of done with it the Republican the 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 Russian scandal is to the Democratic Party what the Benghazi scandal was to the Democratic Party, or to the Republican Party. Yeah. Meaning the Republicans went after Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. There was some there there, but the problem is you went after so many other things that really didn't matter that it, the over arc was once you got something, the, mo the American people were done with it. Oh, done with it. So the same thing with the Russia scandals, every single time somebody brings up something, there's really no there there. And then once you think you might have something with Donald Trump Jr., you look at right now where the American public is as a whole. They're more worried about their jobs, their income, uh, health care, this and that, that you take a look to CNN ratings over the last two months, they've been getting nailed on it. And they're now realizing they have to retool their programming to get away from some of the Russian stuff because people are just done with it. The average person is just done with the Russian stuff. Okay, let me throw something in. First off, 
MSNBC is going through the roof. They are going through the roof, but and that's they, with uh, their people. Though. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Because they first, they did not have any ratings at all. Right, true. And now they're beating Fox on a regular right. basis, particularly the Rachel Maddow show is through the roof. Right. And I do not think... Which is actually a good show. I, I love her show. Yeah. I think she's phenomenal. I think she's great. And I think she does I, a good job. To be perfectly honest, presenting like, facts. I do too. And I also, like, I also like a lot of Fox shows. I think they're both interesting. I, I like both sides of the argument. Right. They're both interesting. Uh, but I think she's the best on TV. I think she's clearly the smartest. But beyond that, I don't think anybody's tired of this. Uh, because of the spike in ratings that you've seen on cable news networks, if you actually watch the ratings from where they used to be to where they are now, they are through the roof. And one of the most watched days ever was on the Donald Trump Jr. Russia kind of stuff. People were glued in that it actually beat the OJ right. thing, which was I was wow. glued to watching right. OJ. I mean, I'm a huge OJ fan, yeah. as everybody knows. But I mean, I, <laughs> I I love him to death, and I watched it wall to wall. It got a fraction of the ratings as the Donald Trump Jr. stuff did, yeah. and uh, I think they're killing it. And the Democrats, as divided as they are, and you can say they're not doing anything, they're a minority party right now. They don't have the House right. and they don't have the Senate. Right. It's the Republicans that are screwed because they're the ones who have the House, the Senate, right. and the presidency right. and can't pass jack shit. Absolutely. Well, and I, they I, I are screwed. Right. They are screwed. So, so to, to your point is, the problem is the majority, the reason why MSN is doing well, Fox isn't, okay? MSN so is a lot, it? no, MSN is doing well, but Fox isn't. MSN okay. is yeah. Right, yeah. So the thing is, is you're, you're servicing a group of people who really like hearing that. But why and and I do sudden, agree with you. Why that, did they like it all of a sudden? Well, because it's, it's feeding to the hate of that one person. Because again, think about it like this: is throughout the throughout the um, how do I put this? Throughout the Obama administration, your guys in the office, your guys doing great. No, no, and, no, no, and no. Think, no hold on. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you is M CNN. In CNN is where a lot of average, middle of the road people are going to go. In terms of actual ratings, Fox hasn't gone down. They've stayed relatively consistent. But they're losing in, in their prime spots of the 8 o'clock hour or the what, 7 o'clock hour. What they've done is they've stayed, they're losing their main they've stayed relatively consistent in terms of their ratings. MSNBC has just shown remarkable gains right. in their ratings. And CNN is actually doing better than they were before. But they've lost quite a bit. No, from the no, beginning no, no. of the year. They're actually yeah. higher. They're up from where they were because more people are watching news now than used to because it's just a circus. Right. More, so the more people are watching, they're still in third place, right. but they've gained tremendously. But again, the reason why I don't think, how can I put this, the best thing I can give you is that Rasmussen did a, a uh, poll, and it came out about a month ago. And the lady who went out and talked about it, this is a lady who is a Barack Obama supporter, she's a Democrat, sure. but she went out and talked, and she said that if, if the elections were held today, Donald Trump will win. Sure. And it comes down to, everybody started arguing that. And she goes, what you have to understand is the difference between a voter, we, meaning recipes and her talking, is that they first qualify the person as a likely voter. And what she says is they look at, did you vote in the last election? Did you vote under Obama when he was running his first term? Right. Those are all going to say, will you be likely to vote again? Right. So you're talking about ratings spiking under MSN. But again, go back to the rights that happened in Oregon, where all of a sudden they found out that half the people who were writing didn't even vote. So the problem is, your, your ratings are spiking, but how many of those people are actually going to actually turn that into this, a vote? This is the Democratic problem. They always count on the young vote 
Right. They always think it's going to turn out. Right. It never does because young people are too stupid to, right. to know even how to register to vote. Right. And so they don't. And so this is why they lose. And beyond that, people always do these national polls. Oh, yeah. As if a national poll means anything. No, national poll means nothing. No. The way that you win a presidency is exactly state how Trump state. won a presidency. Absolutely. You go, state just like state. you said, state by state. So how many times did Hillary go to Pennsylvania? She went, what, like two or three? At the, oh, I thought, no, I know she zero. went zero to Wisconsin, but didn't she go zero, towards the end of Wisconsin? Zero to Wisconsin, zero to Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania yeah. was zero to Pennsylvania. Didn't okay. go to either one, despite Bill Clinton, yeah. who's the <coughs> absolute fucking master right. of winning a campaign. Absolutely. Saying, you need I mean, to get your ass yeah. out to these counties, because mm-hmm. these are the counties that you need to target. Mm-hmm. She didn't go, because mm-hmm. her campaign said, don't go. These are already locked up. Right. And Based so, off of the previous administration. And Chuck Schumer just came out and said, listen, we, we didn't lose the election. Hillary lost the election. Yes, right? absolutely. Right. And for Chuck Schumer, who's one of her good friends, in theory, right. and their right. state senators, you know, former state senators from New York, right. you know, he still is clearly in the Senate, but she was yeah. in the Senate from New York, uh, to come out and throw her under the bus like that is humongous. I think he knows that. That she's done with, so it doesn't matter. Anymore. Every everybody, I think, in this one yeah. goes the cleaner. So it's easy to just dump that off and be like, okay, let's get rid of it, done with it. That's how brutal this game is. Oh, absolutely. To have your absolutely. friend come out and go, you're done. But, but okay. To your it point, where you're sitting there saying though that the Republicans can't pass anything with the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Keep in mind, Barack Obama's first term, they had the House, the Senate, and the presidency a veto proof as well. And they couldn't even get the health care passed for about two years. So they're in the same group because of the filibuster rule, and so no, they they had over they had over sixty. No, no, I, I understand right. that. Right, but there's also the filibuster rule, which filled right. it on a couple of different occasions, and they did pass health care. Right, and so after I would about say, two and a half years, yeah, but he right. still got. It. But they also right. took that time to actually. Right, I mean it's a. Dense, convoluted bill. Oh no, they, they, had it, they had the they had the bill before. I, 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 it was already written out. I'm not. Well, they didn't write it. Well, the insurance the, company wrote it. I think my my issue exactly. with the, my issue yeah. with the with with the Republican Party right now is uh, so you've had eight years to write Seven. something. Yeah. To right. to write something. Right. And you and you just started writing it when he got elected. No, the problem was like, they had mul- they had multiple. The problem was. That and whatever they, he said but, is but they, they should have passed the one that they tried to pass earlier. Exactly, that's the one they should have passed. The when they, they when they had the votes, yeah, they had different members in there, mm-hmm. so it would have passed had they tried this three years ago, four right. years ago. It would have absolutely passed. Now they have different members in there, right. and what you're finding in the Republican Party is you have people who say this doesn't go far enough, and you have another handful of people who say this goes too far. So people forget. So take De- Dennis Moore is a classic example. Kansas uh, representative, wasn't he? He was in the House. I think so, yeah. Yes. Forever. In order to maintain your seat in the House as a Democrat from Kansas, you need to be pretty fucking middle of the road. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, you need to be pretty middle of the road. Yeah. Let me rephrase yeah, so you absolutely. can edit that out. No, no, no. But, no that's it. But, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what you have to say. Fucking is it. <laughs> you, you gotta be middle of the road. So he wasn't a true Democrat, necessarily. He was a guy who I think represented, right. honestly, the, the vast majority of people. Right. You, you had to compromise. Yeah. And you're finding now that these people from the swing states who got elected are going, they, they don't want to compromise. I vote for this. 
I'm screwed well, because I'm going to lose a lot of constituents right. who are going to have their health care dropped. But more than that, it's going to be interesting to see what the what the insurance companies do because they are pulling out uh, uh, of every state. Yes, absolutely. And so, because they can't keep a any weird way, and I hate to give Trump any credit in the world, right. he was not wrong when he says it's going to die on its own. Well, they it will pull out. And you were right when you said the insurance companies wrote the bill. They did, yeah. thinking that oh, everybody has to sign up now, absolutely. so we're going to make a killing. Absolutely. And what's happening now is. It's right. unaffordable. But that's the it's, that's, really unaffordable. it's unaffordable. That's the thing of that's the okay, do you wanna do you wanna replace a bill you know is gonna die that hasn't died yet and put in a crappy bill that will die and then you'll be blamed for it? Or do you let one that's crappy fall off and let the Democrats take the blame for so it? So it's the infinite question. But tomorrow's point, you had seven years to come up with a better choice. And, so and, 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 and well, you keep changing. Like we, we've talked about this forever. It's so easy to make a good health care bill. It's not hard. Right. You have to include pre-existing conditions. That's a mandatory. Yeah. And beyond that, you need to do tort reform. True. So that Absolutely. punitive damages do not these enormous Absolutely. punitive damages that make you go through round and round Absolutely. and round of doctor visits yeah. and all this bullshit. That needs to stop. Right. And then more than that, you also need to be able to sell across state lines. Absolutely. That's so the biggest thing. So if you thing. did those three yes. things, yes. everybody on earth I fully should agree, agree with that. I fully agree with you. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the promise. And if they did those three things, right. they would win. Right. That's, you want to you fix Obamacare? Right. And it's not even Obamacare, honestly. It's affordable health care, which right. I do believe is a right. Fix those three things. Yeah. I, I, I again oh, getting wait, back wait, to wait, getting, wait before before yeah. before we go on because some of this needs to be addressed next week in the podcast we're going to do next week um, and I won't uh, and I won't uh, give away to the audience what what it is just yet but uh, we've got so many things on the list here uh, for uh, the issues that the uh, issues that the Republicans are having now uh, one is. Spicy quit. <laughs> spicy quit. I could. I, 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 I was. I knew this was gonna happen. I didn't know how long it was gonna take for him to get fed up with this. It's been on the wall forever. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really have too much of an opinion on this part. Uh, it's pretty cut and dry. Sean Spicer quit. Like he, uh, on a constant basis, was told to go up there and say certain things, and then like two seconds don't later. Two seconds later, right. yeah. a tweet will come out. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. he was thrown under the bus just yeah. all the time. Yeah. And time yeah, after time after time. I'd be like, if I were him, I'd Do you remember the press conference where we're literally in the middle of it? He got handed a note yeah. that where he had to backtrack <laughs> and say the exact opposite of what he'd been saying for oh, the last three minutes. Like a sitcom. Like, oh, my God. It was like he was living a Seinfeld that. episode <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. You cannot do oh, that. Oh, my goodness. You just can't do it. It's okay. just ridiculous. So, just, okay. So, did anybody see the uh, see the story that I'm talking about this week? That uh, Trump, uh, it was Trump's tweet because the uh, special counsel is going to be uh, looking into. Uh, Trump family finance greatest See, tweet of is, all time. This is actually what I wanted to talk about. Greatest okay. tweet of all time. I missed that one. This oh is amazing. Goodness. This is uh, so. Ben, okay, ben so Singh, right. what I think is really cool about this whole situation and why why I think that it is possible that uh, Donald Trump will not last four years. I don't think he will either. Um, is because Robert Mueller has put together an 
incredible team of people. I'm talking about people who toppled Enron, people who are experts in tracking the money and organized crime. I mean, yeah. yep. he's got a team that is uh, perfect and beautiful for the situation. And I think that they are going to come across enough damage and enough incriminating financial evidence. I think they're going to be hacked. Yeah, but they, what, what I think they're doing is I think, I think I they're, they're taking their time to compile so much of it. I don't think that they're trying to compile so much of it. I think they're trying to make it where it's ironclad. Yeah, well, it's just bullet. Like, like they're, you know, I mean, this evidence is I going to be like a very sharp guys splitting across both the jugulars. I'm talking like cutting the head off the Hydra evidence. A guy like Robert Wheeler does not come back out of retirement to take this job unless he knows he's going to win. Yeah. He's not going to take it unless he knows he's going to win. And the evidence is there. Mm. And while I'm not a Comey fan, I think what he did was wrong. I think releasing private notes and stuff like that is wrong, especially yeah. the way he did it. I, I'm not a huge fan of that. But it lets you know how much hatred there is for Trump in that yeah. world and how well, much evidence they probably have. I don't think it's necessarily hatred or not only hatred. I think that Trump has such a history of bad mouthing and finding dirt and yeah. treating people so horribly that you you tend to sink to his level. But look what he did to Jeff Sessions. I mean, this is the one guy yeah. who yeah. supported him from the start. I know. And then he takes him But he doesn't know box. how to be loyal to anybody other than his immediate family. But well, he's exactly. more to himself than exactly. loyalty to you, which is hilarious. Exactly I, my point. I, I, think, I think you, I mean, yeah, I think it, what he did to Jeff Sessions is, you know, Unconscionable. I, th I think that was just horrible. I think that just well, I'm not so mad that he did it to Jeff Sessions. So. Well, well, <laughs> no, but I don't think you know whether you like Sessions or not. That to was wrong. Yeah, to 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 somebody yeah. who has been the guy who's been backing me the whole entire time. Yeah. And really, what it comes down to is because Sessions was a little. I think Sessions had a little bit more integrity of knowing that he had to recuse himself from the whole Russian thing. Right. And that was one of the things that I think pissed Trump off to where it's like, okay, I'm done with you. And he's looking for an out to get rid of this dude, you know, and, and, and undermine him at any point of, of, of the scale. And, and again, that really puts a bad taste in my mouth. But again, my problem with, with the whole Trump not blasting is, again, is, is we keep on having this conversation where, like, Comey's going to come out and, and you have these people running out saying, we're going to impeach Trump right after this trial. And again, there ends up being no real there there. Well, and again, it's, it's, it's one moment. No, there really isn't a good solid one to where you're like, that's the smoking gun. There is. So but my, the, my, well, thing, my, my problem though is, is if okay, if if Mueller's really good and really smart, he holds on and he keeps that information silent. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't let small things come out to where it's easy to defend that. It's easy to pick it apart yeah. so that when it all comes out, everybody's like, oh, this is just old news. Because again, this goes back to the whole like this is the Democratic's version of Benghazi. What they're calling well, and all this, and it's whether the American people have the stomach to continue on with it. They have well, I mean, to we have to four meetings with the Russians that right. they had not previously disclosed. Four meetings, right? And I don't care if you say nothing came out of it or something did or whatever. You they never said it ever. It. In order to get a White House security clearance, you have to disclose it. Everything, right? I mean, people will right. go to jail for this. Right. Well, Trump and I don't. I have no idea. But you're no. saying but there's no there there. But we don't right. know what was what was said but under was, pro, uh, 
Closed sessions. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But again, going back to the whole Benghazi thing was there was plenty of there there. But again, is by the time it all came out, it was old news, and the Democrats said it's old news, and all of them said it's old news, and the American people were tired of it. And and I get it. It's if, it's if, if we can if you, if you keep actually on talk about this thing, I, I don't buy that yeah. as a crime. What? Oh, wait. Hold on one second. Hold on before before we go there, because actually it's something else that I actually have on the list. I'm not uh, saying whether it's a crime or not a crime. What I'm sitting there saying is, what's the Americans' perception of? Are they beyond it? Have they moved past it? That's what no. I'm talking about. The, the average voter, the average person. I'm not talking about Democrats or Republicans because that's the problem is we're talking about Democrats or Republicans. I'm talking about the guy who's in the middle of the road who just is trying to make a paycheck and trying to take it home to his family and take care of his family. Does he care about that? Yes. No, I, he doesn't. Yes. He doesn't. I, no. I, I do believe that. I, I, here's, here's the problem is I've, I've listened to two things on NPR where guys are calling in and sitting there saying, I'm tired of this crap. Let's start talking about the economy. And these guys are going into it crying, like cr like screaming and crying at these guys because they're hurting. And the people who are calling in and screaming about this and that on, on the Russian thing, they're talking about politics. Okay? They're not talking about their pocketbook. This is this and is that's, that's what motivates people. This is treasonous. That that Democrats have said the same thing, or Republicans said the same thing about Benghazi, though. Yeah, except they investigated her like nine times. She spent right. ten right. hours or more testifying and in a so it's Republican-controlled like... Congress, and True. still couldn't get shit done. Right, but that's what I'm saying is what's again. You're talking about the same thing with the whole. Every time they go out with Comey, the problem was every time Comey came out and said something, it was like, okay, we already knew that. That's nothing new. Okay, what's next? No, actually, and that's, that's call, call me to himself by saying, hey, I called up my college buddy and had him release a bunch of secret well, memos that I was keeping track of. Right. And that's why he's a moron. Right. So that was stupid, and that was a, an absolute violation of protocol, and this is why he defeated himself. Right. Well, he did. What I do think multiple times, though. I do not believe that Trump will last four years. I think there's a lot more here than meets the eye. I think he's going to go down in horrible flames. I'm going to... Just applaud and yeah. cheer the day that it happens. I'm I'm gonna, I'm, I could care okay, less so, if he goes so, over. Okay, okay, so here's, just, here's the question. It. Here's the question. Here's the, the next question. So, or next thing, because I think it ties right in, is um, just. So, since he's been in he's if you think about it, he's only been in office six months, but we've had a, a barrage. And maybe they've all been. I, I don't even want to say small scandals because technically any one of these little things would have been a major scandal in somebody else's presidency. But he's had so many of them that they're that they're they're feeling small because they're happening so quickly. But here's one that got me is that Trump's having his lawyers look into uh, if he what, what the presidential pardon powers right, are. Right. And, well, uh, right. He cannot pardon himself. No. Didn't. Clinton did the same thing, only not tweet about it. No, he did not. First off, he okay. was he was not uh, impeached at any point. He was he was technically right, but right. Got he off. wasn't and removed. Right. The only right. other one was uh, Andrew Johnson. Right. The only other one who was threatened with impeachment was Nixon. Nixon. Clearly, right. Yeah. And you. We're not talking about impeachment, though. We're talking about a criminal act that he gets. Doesn't matter. They yeah, it do. does. They're two different things. No, no, no actually, they're not. The president can, uh, in, 
forgive yes, you pardon can. anybody. Yes, yes, they are different. The question is whether you can pardon But he's yourself. talking about right. here, though, right. is something that happened before he was president. Doesn't that, matter. Yes, it does. No, no because presidents pardon people who pardon people have crimes that happened before they yeah, were president. Yeah, so yes, well. he could very well pardon himself. No, yeah, no he, he cannot can. pardon himself. You I, want pardon you to, I want you to bring next week where it says that he cannot do that. Uh, okay, so he can't pardon himself, but the, the person who replaces him, i.e. Pence, like a Gerald Ford, right, could, could. can pardon him. Yes. Right. And that's what will happen. That, and that's, that's, that's exactly that's what will happen. That's the thing. If Trump's removed from office, Pence gets in office, Pence parts. Right. That's, that's, that's what will happen. That's that's Trump pardons all of his kids mm -hmm. and right. all the in the Kushner. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump can pardon everybody in his administration. Yeah. But then he gets the boot. Then Pence pardons Trump. Another thing yeah. I'm wondering is, whenever you pardon somebody of a crime, uh, that is actually uh, they get they, they are not going to be penalized in the judicial system, but it is actually an admission of guilt. So can they? Have it's civil. Uh, it's not an admission to guilt. You just no. are free from criminal right. prosecution. Right. So it's not an admission to guilt. Really. What you yeah. can do is still be civilly sued. Yeah. And there is a long-standing tradition that you cannot uh, sue the government necessarily. Right. Like you can't. You what can't if they're no longer in the government? So, so you no, could. No, you can't sue for like. For when they were not. Yeah. yeah. But you do bring up an interesting point, which is. Can you sue for something that happens before you are an office during the course of an election? That would be an interesting Ooh. case. Yeah. I mean, this is all, this is all, this is all really uncharted territory that well, we've never, we've just not seen anything like this in, in, in ever in American history. And so this is, this is, uh, <laughs> here's, here's, uh, here's what's scary and hilarious at the same time to me. So, whether you like our current president or you hate our current president, um, everything that's happening around his presidency, this is this is in the history books. They're going to have to talk oh, yeah. about they're going to talk about this stuff. I think stuff that they won't talk about it. I, 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 I don't know. This is this is unprecedented this stuff is, in American this history. I, I think it may not make the it may not make like the high school that kind of history. I think where it will make it is into the law schools. Mm -hmm. and right, into, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your political yeah, science yeah, classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll totally make it. Also, this, if, he, if he actually gets impeached, it will definitely, definitely make the history books. I mean, my God, no, it, I, I, I can tell you about the Andrew will. Johnson case a thousand percent. This is 1865. It, it will. And but that's what I'm saying is that. it'll make it to a higher level. The problem is again with with family works in the education system. American history, as it's taught, isn't taught like hardly at all. They'll teach you about world history and stuff like that. The problem though is if you ask these kids on American history stuff, half of them can't tell you who bombed. Uh, uh, Pearl Harbor. Well, the like, stupidity I mean, of American kids in the the misfunction of the school system. Absolutely, but what I'm going to talk about that you're, at you're, Right. But I do think you're right. You will. I do think there's enough people who know that Andrew Johnson was impeached following. Like, oh, I guarantee there's a lot of them that don't. I, I guarantee there's a lot that don't too. I'm yeah. saying the ones that actually give a shit will okay. know, and it does make the history books. Oh. And actually, I can tell you the guy who actually saved his ass. Right. Was a Kansas senator named Edmund Ross, right. who so, cast the vote to not do it. Yeah. So this is where history does come into play. Right. It's still taught. There's still books written about it. Yeah. And in this day and age, where information is so freely available, I think you don't even have to teach it anymore. I think it's 
It's just out there. Right. So but if you want to know about it, look it up. That's to my point is what I'm saying is it will make the history books. It will be taught. It'll be taught political science. It'll be taught law school. It'll be taught in those kind of realms. Yeah. Well, but, I think the only way this gets, like you say, down to high school is if he's actually impeached. He has to be impeached. But, but again, for that to get to high school level, I think that will be in a current events class. But 10 years from now, I don't think it will be taught in a school. You don't think that Clinton's no. impeachment is taught no, at all? No, I guarantee you it's not. Guarantee Not at all. I will put money on Well, well you I, know what? I, don't I can tell you that Clinton's in only because he wasn't removed from I can, I can tell you from people that I know who actually work in the education system that there is so much of American history that is not even taught at all. Okay, let's no, barely get yeah, into Vietnam. Right. Let's, it's, let's it's, take Marlon's part. It's American. It's, it's yeah, the history of the country. Curses anymore. So. A little bit of that, and that's it. Well, wait. Let's let's take like, my and assume that he actually was kicked out of office. Right. Most most Americans have the incredibly right. wrong impression that Nixon was kicked out of office. Mm -hmm. He wasn't. He, no, he resigned. He resigned. And he yeah. resigned. Right. So no, the only <laughs> other ones were. He got on a helicopter and flew away. Yeah. No, he did his stupid ass. Took off. Yeah. But if he's actually kicked out of office. If he is booted from office, yeah. that will absolutely well, that has make every to history book in the world. That has the to, first to me, that has to, to be forcibly removed from office. Yes, yes, and no. Absolutely would. No, for your high school and that kind of stuff. No, I mean, I hate to, I hate to, I hate to disagree with that point. In the sense of that's how bad the education on history has been has has. Is being taught. That's that's what I guess I'm getting at. Is is I do think it will make history books. I think it'll be definitely taught on a higher level. But on that level and younger, it will make Whatever. it will make current event classes mm -hmm. for maybe the next five, six, seven years. The first American president to ever be forcibly removed from office. Most of these kids don't know. Most of these most these kids don't know about September 11th. Oh, that's because my daughter was a year old. But that's what I'm so, talking yeah. about. We're talking about 16 so years later. This is an enormous yeah. event. Uh, yeah, exactly. That changed America in the sense that we went to three wars. We Whatever. were there. And it's hardly even being taught. That's like not knowing about D-Day yep. in my mind. I'm exactly. I will say this. I will say this before I ask the last question of this segment. That's scary because I do think there's a lot of kids that uh, that that don't really know about D-Day because oh it's 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 brushed past so quickly. Oh yeah, you know it may be like one question on the test, but you didn't spend but three paragraphs on it in the book. D-Day. But yeah, and that's are that's, you kidding me? That's, that's, no. what's scary. I'm, I'm also, that's what's scary. I'm also talking about again, like I said, Pearl Harbor's you ask these kids, they can't tell you that it was the Japanese that bombed. Half of them will think that it was the Germans, and they don't even know that it went, led into World War Two. That well, John Belushi did famously say the well, Germans did Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Exactly. <laughs> but that's to the point of what level of education these kids are getting about American history or history in general yeah. is they extremely lacking. They teach to test. They don't they, teach Well, they to teach to test, but again, it's, it's not a requirement in mm -hmm. many school systems to take American history. So again, what? going back to your point. Not is, anymore. No, not anymore. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. You have not required. Yeah. We used when to I was have a, to take American Lit, and we don't have to do that anymore either. Well, now, now, here's something I learned. Schools wait, here's schools something I learned uh, was it two years ago. Uh, they don't teach you how to write cursive anymore. Oh no, they stopped doing that because uh, you're like I, I complete, like, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah, but yeah. I just like pass your signature. They don't even teach they you how to teach that. I'm, I'm but, completely like that. So I, in this world, you should be tight. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, I, I, I gotta ask the last question. I gotta ask the last question because we we are over time. Uh, in this in this question in this question. Okay, and this question actually comes from. Uh, one of our panelists who is normally here but not here today. I'm not going to read his whole statement, but I do think the at least first part of what he had to say oh. was a good question. Oh, God, I hope uh, this is not the one I think it uh, is. It's exactly <laughs> what you think it is. And uh, so all of this, is this really what's good for our country? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Such a quick yes for both of you. Uh, Sean, I, 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 so here, my personal views, I could care less if it gets booted out or stays in. My only concern, though, is if there's not enough there, there, if, if, if there isn't a good cogent argument there, the people on the right are going to just absolutely go nuts. And then the problem's going to be is where does that put us as a country, okay? So I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know if that's what's good for the country or not good for the country. Yeah, I just, I really don't. I think in that sense, it's actually the opposite reason why the question was asked. I mean, the, the question was asked because this person feels as though removing Trump from office isn't good because Trump's fine for America. Well, but he, he doesn't agree with everything, but the, the thing is... Uh, I mean, I can read his whole. I can read no, his whole it, statement. No, I, I, I know. The, I know the person. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's more to do with they they believe that he wasn't given a fair shake. Right. Yeah. That that the media and liberals and everybody. But that's what I'm talking about. Him. Is that part mm -hmm. is going to feel like their guy got an office? You did everything from the very beginning. Not to say that those people also didn't give the other guy a fair shake and tried to do everything right under that guy, right? Right, right, right? Which that wasn't good either. Right. Um, but that's what I'm saying is is the faction of of, of that part and, and that part that will just really create a certain amount of disdain. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna tell you that no matter what, I don't really care. My parents will never not vote Republican. They don't honestly give a shit what happens to Trump or not. They'll never believe that anything really happened. I, I understand your point. Right. What I am saying is that what you need to affect is the 10% that are always the swing vote in every election. There's always, it's basically 40-40, and then there's a 10%, well, 45-45. Well, and there's a 10% swing vote that yeah. make up the difference in which way elections yeah. go. This is who you're playing to right now. Right. This is this is the audience. Right. And it, even amongst just the general public, he's at a thirty-six percent approval rate. Right? That includes the forty-plus percent of the country who are Republicans. Right. And people like me would say, "Well, I'm a Republican sometimes, and right. I would not vote for him again because I think he's a freaking moron." Right. And beyond that. I think he's completely guilty of something we don't know anything about yet. And I, the only reason I think he's guilty and won't last is the way that they're handling it. Right. And he's doing himself more harm than good by the way he's handling it. Right. If he came out and said, listen, for a year, they've been talking about Russia. Right. You know all the 
in my mind, I'm like, oh, God, when did I meet with Russians? I should remember probably every one of them. And if nothing ever came of it, right. I'm going to tell you right now, these are the four times I met with the Russians, as Jared Kushner said today, yeah. uh, when he was testifying behind closed doors because right. he's a chicken shit. You know, I'm like, no. You know every single time you met with them, if there was any, any even appearance of impropriety, you would have said, nope, met with them four times. Terry McCaskey made that same mistake, though, blasting the Trump center saying you should remember when you met with Russians. And she said, I never met with Russians. And somebody came back and said, oh, actually, no, you met I, with Russians. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I know, I know. I'm just saying they're saying you guess what they're doing yeah, right. I know. What I'm saying is that know. you know at this right. point it is a heightened situation. Right. It is the only story people are talking about, and you remember everything about all of your meetings and get ahead right. of the story for one time. For one time. Get ahead of it. Absolutely. So here, here's though to that the that person who sits right there, okay? That person who sits right there is gonna come back to you and sit there and say, well, you keep saying that he needs to remember it, but the Democrats can't even remember every time that they've met with the Russians and they've met with the Russians. And what I want to say is I'm not I don't care about the Democrats. I know, but that's, I'm asking you I know I'm just saying that's where if that's you are a member of the presidential at. cabinet or even an advisor, son in law, whatever the you fuck remember. you are. Absolutely. You definitely remember, at this point, a year later, you have checked your day planner, your little <laughs> Stephen Cuddy day planner Google calendar, and remembered the times you met with the rush. All of that. You know, you know, I, it is but I it also is. think that if he would just stop talking for a couple months, he does it to himself. people would forget. Oh, yeah. A perfect example, tweet today. Drain the swamp should be changed to drain the sewer. It's actually much worse than anyone ever thought, and it begins with the fake news. So here's what's awesome. What the hell? He had a chance to go and talk to the New York Times about trying to pass a health care bill, which actually is reasonably important right. and is truly is going to affect the future of this country right. if it passes or doesn't pass. And he decides to start talking about Russia for no reason. Right. You know, he hates the New York Times. And for some reason, he goes running to them, asks for an interview, and then talks about Russia the whole time. And then throws his but then attorney general in the bus, and then says, oh, no, but the it's next just day a I constant, still love him. It's, yeah. like, no, it's no, a constant thing. Yeah. I mean, he's You're talking generous. about how horrible Republicans are, that they campaigned on repeal and replace. Like, he didn't campaign on it, too. Well, the president you know? does not make laws. Mm -hmm. So, if you know, it, the way the country works is yeah. bills originate in the House, yep. then they go to the Senate, then they come up with a compromise bill. I get that. They vote, he acts like it wasn't also his idea. It's why I have a hard, very hard time with the term Obamacare, which I have said Obamacare many times, but to be perfectly honest, there's a Democratic health care plan yep. that Obama so, had no business being involved in, he just signed off on it, and yeah. yes, he had a lot of ideas about it, but the president can't actually do anything. No, he, he doesn't he, actually he, make he, any he laws. He enforces laws, he doesn't, he that's, doesn't make that's it. Okay. He can say no. yes or no on them, yep. and that's all. That's it. On that note, I think this is the best place <laughs> to put a pen in this segment, and with that, we'll be right back. Hey, you having a good time? Let me introduce you to a couple of my media brothers. First, www.americathemixtape.com, a cipher on American politics, society, and culture. And where'd I get that mixtape? Of course, www.cornerbodega.us, purveyors of urban culture. Come on, let's get back to the party. And we are back. 
And uh, before we get out of here, uh, let's talk about today's sugar, honey, iced tea. Uh, for those, of course, that don't know, these are things that I or a member of the uh, group have found that are really cool, AKA the shit. Um, uh, because we like to try to end uh, on a on a higher note than whatever the party politics are. Um, and today, uh, today's sugar honey iced tea is taking care of your business. Um, so uh, over the weekend uh, here in, here in Kansas City, where we, we record this podcast, uh, it was hot than a mug, oh, as they say. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the anonymous female was not feeling uh, that awesome. Uh, so, on so on top of the anonymous female not feeling that good, and the heat index being a hundred and fifteen, it was so ridiculous. Um, the only time he sits still. We were uh, <laughs> we were in the house, uh, and uh, so. Uh, so while in the house, um, I did something that I had been needing to do for a long time. So uh, out there in podcast land, if if you notice, if you go to any of our pages, um, they have all been converted to the Good Times with Good People Company uh, uh, branded pages. Um, so that is uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Tumblr, what, uh, uh, anything, Wherever, yeah. Yeah, any, anywhere that uh, you'd go and look for us, it's all been converted to the Good Times of Good People Company presents. So, um, at the end of the day, where I was uh, multiply frustrated uh, because my computer was doing things that I can't stand and websites aren't necessarily always intuitive, um, I did get a tremendous rush of satisfaction because. I took care of business. And it kind of felt like the shit. So, um, if you out there have things that you've been sitting on, waiting to do, uh, know you need to do, but you, you haven't found the time, quote unquote, find the time. Because I'm going to dare to say that taking care of your business is the shit. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast in the way I end all podcasts. And that is with the toast that started it all for me. And that is to good times with good people.